What's up, everybody out there? Welcome to another episode of the Wise Guys Podcast. I am Mitch. I'm here with Dewey and Otis, and we have a special guest. We got Light Scan Matt. He's usually behind the scenes, <laughs> but now he's in front of the scenes. Say something on? to people, Matt. What's going on, people? Back to back, doing? boy. Back to back. back What's to up, back. Otis? What's going on, bro? How you doing? I'm great, man. How you? Pretty good. Okay. What's up, Dewey? What's going on, Mitch? You all right? I'm good, man. How you all doing? All right. Hi, Dewey. Hello, Otis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's jump right into the show. What we got today, guys? Uh, man, we're going to start off talking about uh, COVID-19 and should we let our kids go back to school with everything that's going on surrounding that. And we're going to give a shout out to a black-owned business. And we're also going to talk about Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones fight. Kind of a who you got, but we're not going to call it that this week. Right. <laughs> and lastly, we got a who you got oh. between Chris Brown and Usher. We're going to see Don't who do wins it, that Mitch. one. <laughs> save it. Just save it. <laughs> I see it in your eyes, bro. Don't do it. <laughs> Somebody's ready for that one. Yes, bro. All right, fellas, man. Let's get into the COVID-19 question that a lot of parents are facing right now. You know, with you guys' households, what do you plan to do with your children with the COVID-19 and far as sending them back to school? I know for me, we're going to homeschool Morgan. This would have been her first year of going to, I guess, preschool. But with everything going on, we decided to, you know, start off with the homeschool, at least for this first semester, I guess, into January, just to kind of see how everything going to work out. Doing what you plan on doing? Oh, he's staying his ass home. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got he got a laptop already. He's staying home. But real quick question. Are you doing it by laptop or tablet from Oregon? Or? Man, God bless my wife, bro. She be making all type of worksheets. Oh, I'm okay. like, these better than worksheets I had when I was a kid, dog. <laughs> <laughs> she got notebooks made for her. And, man, we, you know, it's like three notebooks she done made. Okay. She doing her ABCs on one, puzzles, uh, numbers, like everything, I guess, a preschooler would need. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's how we doing it. And then, I guess, a little bit of laptop work, but kind of just, you know, teaching her how to write and all that stuff starting off. Mm-hmm. What the girls doing, Mitch? That's a good question. Um, I know they probably want to go to school. They want to go to school. I mean, they called and said they can go come to school two days a week and stay at home three days a week. Um, I don't know how I feel about that because they're not really, you know, at my household. They're with their mom, so it's pretty much whatever she decides. Mm-hmm. But if it was up to me, they would not be going. Mm-hmm. So, wait a minute. The school the school your girls go to are allowing kids to go in. They gave them the option to come in two days a week. Oh, two days a week. Okay. Two days a week. Now, when the kids come in on them two days, <clears throat> do they have to social distance and wear masks all day, too? That's what I don't know. See, I was wondering if they because that's going to be hard to tell, because, you know, right, kids. Because the school's already... The class already overpopulated. Exactly. So how are you gonna? I don't know. That's gonna be interesting, man. Like I, it, this is, you know, this is a tough year for parents and students, and you know the educators because it's like if you're a teacher and you're in that school, you still got to deal with you know the parents, you know, mm-hmm. dropping the kids off. It's just a lot of stuff that goes down in the school day and different people coming in and out. And I don't think you can police that. I think they will. I mean, I think they gotta have some kind of guidelines to have people get in school. Yeah, you're gonna be extra cautionary. Yeah. I would imagine they but. probably make it where you have to stay outside. Yeah. Like, you can't come in, the kid come in, but you can't come in. But I think yeah. the diff- more difficult part is the people who are not abiding by the That's what I'm government saying. mandate. Like, That's those what people I mean. who are just like, oh, what do I mean I got to wear a mask? Like, yeah. I see, I still see people coming to the store and ask that same dumbass question. Mm-hmm. It's people who still believe it's a hoax. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you know, you got to think about them people you're going to run into. And then it's kids who, you know, they don't really understand right. they what's sneezing, going on. They're still yeah. sneezing, taking their mask off. Yeah. I got allergies. I hear that something. No, man. What? No, but it's, what's gonna happen though is like at, at each and every day, grading you know papers and grading kids like testing and all that. I'm, like I'm, how do you keep up with yeah, that? Yeah, like yeah. how did like you know? So a lot of times it's like in class, like you need help, you raise your exactly. hand, you know, like 
that that intimate setting and that's that hard to get opportunity. Yeah. yeah, you right, bro. And that's gonna be tough. My kids have been on honor roll since school started, mm-hmm. way back when. So is that gonna change? Is that gonna affect the way they learn now? It might. Mm-hmm. And especially with uh, Nigel, she's on the what you call that the honor society thing. Mm-hmm. So is yeah. that gonna affect that? So I'm I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Damn. Because, you know, certain students might not be their remote learner, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, you know, some students, you know, when you go to college, you could choose online or, to, you mm-hmm. know, traditional. Mm-hmm. Some kids just don't want to do it. They need that, in, like Dewey said, that yeah. in-person, yeah. Yeah. you know. And I, you're right, bro. That's going to be interesting. And then what do you say, you know, what do you do as a parent if, you know, your kid is one of those kids? Mm-hmm. And furthermore, like, when it started, I had to help my kids with their homework mm-hmm. on a tablet laptop or whatever mm-hmm. and I was stuck I don't know what the hell this shit was <laughs> like this ain't the shit that we did we was in ki- in school as I was like uh uh-uh. no. YouTube what grade your uh your daughter's going to YouTube six and that fourth six and fourth see six around and third. that around that and around that grade and if y'all remember like they was doing group projects and stuff and it was like yeah. inclusive and you know usually oh, yeah. in those group projects yeah. it's like one that was the one that actually put a lot of stuff together somebody else presented it mm-hmm. but like that's gonna be tough like there's certain things like even in sixth grade like they start learning different things about science that you know you did never knew before and mm-hmm. certain things like that so I, that's another tough thing but uh, bullying will be at an all time low this year yeah well you yeah. still got online bullying they still, they still got yeah, the cyber bullying got going cyber on bullying, yeah. well yeah yeah definitely that not, not no physical contact yeah I mean at least you save some money well, you don't because mm-hmm. no, no, not really. They're at home. They're at home, so no somebody got to be there. And that's what I'm saying. Their life bill going to be higher. You yeah. know what I'm saying? There's going to be a lot of people that's right. like, hey, like, I needed y'all to have my kid for like seven yeah. hours a day. Right. Like, now they got to find babysitters. Okay. Right. They got to change work. work schedules. Yeah. So, School like, definitely was, you know, a babysitting place as well, sure. bro. Like, yeah, you're going with kids to learn it, but, you know, it's a reason why school is doing the most, you know, work hours of the day for most people. Yeah. So, dang man, it, it's a weird time, man. And, and another thing too is like, so a lot of kids be socially awkward up until a certain age. Mm-hmm. This is one more year they gonna have to deal with being socially <laughs> awkward. Like, right? It's weird. Cause, <laughs> no man, like, it's gonna be tough. Like Mitch said, like, if you even wanted your kids to go for the two days, mm-hmm. you still gonna be worrying that you know this one of these days they still can catch it. It's still so what about January? That's what I'm but saying. But they potentially might go back. Mm-hmm. And real quick, my daughter's going to kill me. She's going to the seventh grade, not the sixth. Seventh grade, okay. Oh, man. <laughs> Even worse. They left up. Man, but January, they might potentially, because this is only, I think where the email we got was up until January. Yeah, because I guess they're they going to redo it. Yeah, so. decide it again. God willing, man. by then, there's some treatments, some cures. I don't you know, taking something. The, oh, wait, are you taking the vaccine? No, yeah. no, no. You're not, not taking work, the vaccine? You're not getting the vaccine? No, man. You know that's not... <laughs> That's a conversation <laughs> for another podcast. That's a whole other segment. But yeah. if that's the if if that's the the rule, saying I mean, hey, you have to get the vaccine in order to come to school and, and starting in January, that's what it would have to be. Would I mean that's tough, man? That's a tough. I mean, are you, are that's you what they don't go for because it'd be like the flu vaccine. Right. But a lot of people like, don't like. I don't believe in the flu vaccine. So would you do it? And I take that that I, I'm not gonna say I don't believe in it. Yeah, it's just not for me. So I'm if it's a district it. mandate, are y'all doing it? I don't know if that's. that's they, I don't think the district can will do that. I don't. I'm, well, it come down from the government, right? Yeah, that'd be an interesting fight right there because you're gonna have a lot of people who won't believe. You know, no. Because like it'd right be, right now, you have to have certain shot records in order to go into school. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So with this, would it be one more? Like you have to have that as well now. 
I think that's what's gonna happen. They yeah, probably, find best possibly yeah, do probably could do that. And they can do it because wow. at, at work they they did it where if we don't take our flu shot, we off the schedule. Wow, but really? But look at it from this perspective yeah. too, though. If they're saying that you know, what well, the experts believe mm-hmm. that a cure will drop in the beginning of twenty twenty one, let's just say for the you know our conversation, it drops December this year, and they're saying okay, January be ready. Are we going to trust the first round and the first batch of this, you know, on our kids? I don't, I don't even buy the first game system you, when you it come out, saying? like, because I know it's going to be bad. Like, I don't want the first. I don't want the test. You want the manufacturing. Yeah, give me the third one. You know if saying? I take anyone, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be the first. Like, like, give me one. Like, no. No, that's, like, and that's I want to see what happened first. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you talking about, yeah, it's going to be coming from human trials and stuff like that, but this is going to be the first time they drop it on the mass population. I don't know, bro. Like I would, I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, that that right there would like, and then the government to come out right after that and say like, okay, everybody have to take it right now. I'm not a conspiracy yeah. theorist, yeah. but I'm just yeah, saying yeah. like to me like, uh, I'm wondering nah. if that is the requirement. And you it's know. possible. Bro. I mean, probably for me, I probably wouldn't mm. get it because I've been cool this long. So. <laughs> <laughs> You've been around the thick of it. Yeah, but so, so. but they're saying it might be a different form. Though. They say they might have, exposed, uh, opposed to a vaccine, they might have treatments, you know, with antibodies. Hmm. So that, I guess that would be something different than, you know, you actually, because when you think about a cure or a vaccine, hmm. you getting injected, you know. Yeah, with a little yeah. bit of it. Yeah, yeah. most likely. Mm-hmm. Regular yeah. speculation. We're not scientists, but yeah. I'm assuming based on the other ones, that's what they do. That's so. what I've heard in the past. Yeah, so. About the flu you know, vaccine, you know, or measles. Yeah, I'm curious to, you know, okay, just if I get injected with this and I get sick, would it, you know, have any of the effects that I would get if I actually had COVID-19, you know, like yeah. long-term effects that they say people get with no symptoms and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I'm just, yeah, it's a lot into it that I would be curious about Yeah. before I would want my child to take it to go back to school. I would rather just sacrifice and homeschool yeah. if you know, I had to. Man, that's going to be tough. I, you know, I, I watched a D.O. Higley interview recently and if y'all I don't know if y'all know that he passed out on stage I believe yeah and uh, had COVID-19 now they say he was dehydrated when he passed out but he was actually positive for COVID-19 he said in an interview that everybody he was around his staff his family everybody caught COVID-19 everybody Mm. around him they said the only person that didn't was his daughter Mm. and his daughter was taking all the proper precautions to keep from getting COVID-19 she wore a mask all the time when she needed to and he said everybody else who didn't well, everybody else got it but her. She was the only one. See, that's the other wow. thing that got to come out, too. Like, we need to get more information on if kids are, you know, less likely mm-hmm. to catch it. Or, I mean, even though if it was 1% chance, you still yeah. don't want to take that chance. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, the data is so, you know, all mm-hmm. over the place. Like, parents ain't really in a situation yeah. to make an informed decision based off the information because we don't have it, enough of it. Exactly. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. the, you know, the proper mm-hmm. information from the right people. So, and, and the reason I brought that up, too, is. A lot of kids don't understand the seriousness of it as well. Mm. You know what I mean? We was just out of town. We was in Columbus. I was having to tell my son constantly, well, put your mask on. We going out to the lobby, right. you know, and different things like that. Like, it, it was a constant reminder. And kids' attention span, you know, that's the thing I'm scared of, too. Kids' yeah, yeah. attention span. You know, like you just said earlier, it's people who believe it's a hoax. Right. What if it's one of those 30 teachers in that building that believes that? Yeah. They don't feel like they got to wear their mask that often. Well, you know what, fellas? I think what we need to do is, man, keep this conversation going. This week on our group page, we should definitely, you know, put this conversation out to the people and see what other parents feel and think about and what their plans are for sending their kids back to school. And maybe if we can start some type of community where, you know, we all share ideas with uh, helping with the homework or with the, you know, school curriculum. If your kid's homeschooling, 
just help all each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's tough for everybody. And if y'all need me, I can teach Jim. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know a little bit about science. I can, you know. Yeah. I got some math. Yeah, but yeah. here you go. Do it what you got. I was hoping that some tutors are going to be available soon. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to hire somebody. <laughs> if, if you're a tutor, please uh, comment <laughs> under, right. under, under the page here, please. Well, let me ask y'all this, man. If it was a boxing class and you had Roy Jones Jr. teaching <laughs> or Mike Tyson, who would y'all pick? I'm picking Mike Tyson. I like to funny teach teachers. your kids, yes. bro, I'm, how to box? Yes. Uh, I'm picking Roy Jones. I'm definitely going Roy Jones. You said to teach him how to box? To teach him how to box. <laughs> Put your arms up like this. He's going to be too intense, bro. Mike Tyson got a lot of hair. stuff you can't yeah. teach. Right. <laughs> yeah. He literally just said in an interview, you know, I, I've i been feeling like a bitch. <laughs> he said that? What? That's what he said? He's, I feel like a bitch, maybe. He be real warm, bro. He was dead ass uh, serious. Like, yeah, it is like. <laughs> and let me say this, man. Who don't want Roy Jones just so when your kid mess up, he can be like, you must have forgot. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bro. I need that, dog. So, I need that man So with that being said Oh What up bro Mike Tyson First Roy Jones Jr Who you got So man I really sat on this For a minute Since we decided This was gonna be One of our segments I think I'm gonna have to go with Close as it might be I think I'm gonna go with Roy Jones Jr mm. Better career right uh, Now we not saying Better fighter We saying better a, career A longer career I would say that I'm saying like That's the question Is who had the better career right Okay, we can go with that question. Who had a better career? Okay, so well, yeah. if, if that's the case, we all should say Jones because it was longer. Well, I mean, just because it was, was 1989, 2018, and Mike Tyson was 1987, 1990, so he had a very short career. How many fights, I guess, were, what, 51 well, to 75? Uh, Mike Tyson had 51 fights. I mean, I'm sorry, 58 fights. Roy Jones had 75. Okay. You said Mike Tyson was 1987 and 1990? Yep. No. Nah. As, as far as being a champ. Champ, yeah, that's being yeah, a champ. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was it 87? I thought it was 85. No, it's definitely not 87. He was definitely fighting I, in the middle I thought 80s. he was the youngest champion of all time. Yeah, he was at, 18 at, years at 20. Old. 20. 20. 20, yeah. Okay. But, what you think, Dewey? Who, okay, I'm going to ask you, Dewey. I said Roy Jones Jr. Who you going to say for career? Career? I got to go with Jr. because it's longer. Okay, I respect that. What, what about you, Dewey? As far as career? Career. I'm going with Mike. Mike, he's my favorite heavyweight of all time. Right, me like just FYI, man, for the audience. Me and Dewey been friends since ninth grade. Kenner, that was mm -hmm. what two thousand. Man, I cannot recall any real arguments we done had through our you know time of being friends. But the one main argument that we have is boxing. Mike Tyson versus Muhammad Ali. Like this is an ongoing, <laughs> like heated debate. It turns into every time we go down this road. So yes, that man definitely messed with Mike Tyson. That's his guy. Yeah, I, I mean, if you talking about overall career, record career, I mean, Roy Jones, I believe, got sixty six wins. Right, he was like sixty six and nine. Sixty six wins, yeah. So nine six losses, right? Uh, nine losses. Mike had like fifty. I believe he had fifty wins, uh, six losses, and I think it was like he had like forty four knockouts. He got a little less than uh, Roy Jones, mm -hmm. so Roy Jones had around forty six, forty seven somewhere 47, in there, right? Yeah. So the thing about it is, with Roy Jones though, I, he was a he was a really great fighter, but Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson was a box office, mm -hmm. Big like yes. you know what I'm saying, like you 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 definitely coming out to see Mike. And I, if I'm being honest, had Roy Jones Jr. to fought anybody else, 
I don't know if it had been as publicized as this. I, I think, think so. because it's Mike know. Tyson, but you know what I'm saying? Mike Tyson was box office. He was the definition of what a fighter in the heavyweight division. Black people like, you know, you fight. And look. He was the second coming of what it was like to be a great heavyweight. Right. He was not only a good fighter, but he was the entertainment value mm-hmm. of it as well. Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali had that, the entertainment value. Right. He added that. When he came, Sonny Liston and all them, you know, if y'all want to look it up and stuff, but man, yeah. I love boxing. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love boxing, but man, Mike was something else, but it's, it's going to be a tough fight. <laughs> yeah, between on. the two, I'm picking Mike. So, you yeah. pick up Mike too, so yeah, we yeah. two for two then, right, man. So, so I made a mistake. His career, Mike Tyson, was 85 to 2005. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's get that okay. correct. Okay. Yeah. But for me, like, growing up, we didn't have a television. So there you go. It's <laughs> true. So I didn't really get to see fights, but I used to hear him talk about all the time how good Mike Tyson was. Mm-hmm. So he was good, I guess. Every time you say that, <laughs> yeah, we grew up without TV, I think about the good times. <laughs> Intros, no. <laughs> it was but, like goodness, bro. Man, Mike was a bad-ass dude. You know, shout-out to Mike. I forgot the fighter. He beat the hell. He whooped his ass because he beat up Muhammad Ali from Muhammad Ali last fight. Like, he whooped I Muhammad Ali. Him. I can't think his name. Dude, dude he beat the shit out of him. Yeah. I was like, yeah, and that's what's up. Beat his ass. It's like but, more or something like that. Yeah, but, dog, yeah. when he said, <laughs> I want to eat his kids, like, that's disrespectful. <laughs> no, this, the, no, the other funny line is when he, uh, after he, I forgot who he fought, and uh, Jim Gray asked him the questions, and he was like, I broke my back. <laughs> my back is broken. Oh, that's where that came from? That's him, bro, in the ring. <laughs> because, you know how they had the little meme going around? When he, I love when Mike. Dog. When he's riding the hoverboard and he fell, he's like, my back is broken. That's where that, yeah, that's yeah, where that came from? Oh, uh, <laughs> Jim Gray, like, your back is broke. He was like, your vertebrae, my back is broken. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So that's what I came Roy from. Jones had the entertainment uh, he, value in the ring, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you wanted to watch yeah. somebody have a fun-ass fight, fight yeah, Roy Jones was the one to watch. Oh, yeah. Dog, he had, man, he was fascinating in the ring, dog, because to say the least. You think about it, that two styles, like, like, all right, you know, man, Mike Tyson just ferocious. Like, yeah, he gonna, style you know, is through, impregnable. You, it, <laughs> <laughs> cool, dog. So you said it, I just pictured the video, bro. The, <laughs> man. But Roy Jones Jr. What made him so sweet, bro? He was more flashy. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying. But he had power too. But it wasn't like he wasn't just about to come in there and just knock you out. It was gonna be some flash to it. So yeah. Yeah, man. They yeah. they styles was so different, dog. Yeah. And he tried to go. You know, he tried to fight Mike Tyson. Yeah, he did. He did try to fight he him. Did. That was that was the next fight he wanted. Cause you know, he, that, shout out to Roy Jones for. He winning tried, those belts in different weight classes. He definitely oh, yeah. tried to fight people yeah. for sure. Yeah. Different, and he fought people in his in their prime. Yeah, he didn't fought like he, he didn't fought, duck anybody. No, like he fought Bernard Hopkins when Bernard Hopkins yeah. was he like won the man. Yeah. yeah, so Ain't no doubt about it. Yeah, he got the middleweight belt, super middleweight, mm-hmm. the light heavy man. Yeah, he got them all. When he no, got I'm the light heavyweight, is when the next thing he was he trying, trying to go to heavyweight, heavyweight to fight Mike. Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to go to like two eighteen or two twenty somewhere in there because I think. He may have been like 195 to 205, somewhere in there for the light heavyweight. Mm. Yeah, man. Like yeah. A, so who going to win the upcoming battle between these two? Man. Can I say I don't care? Like, I know, <laughs> like, I, like, I know, yeah, I know, like, I'm just saying, like, I know this, you know, we have enough uh, uh, boxing segment based off this fight or whatever, but I don't know, man. Like, I just got this thing about watching old people play, you know, sports. Like, I don't want to see it. Really. Like, I'm going to see it. Like if somebody has it, I'm gonna go watch it. Of course, but, I'm watching it for sure. But it's not. I'm not really excited about it. I feel I'm like, not excited, but yeah, I just, yeah. like, who do you it's think just, gonna win? Oh, yeah. I guess Roy Jones. 
I, and I guess I say that just based off the fact that I don't know. Like, I, part of me want to say Mike Tyson, bro. I'm neutral. I don't know. I'm, I'm going go Mike. Who you think? You think yeah, I'm Mike, go Mike? Yeah, I think he still got a lot of power. Yeah, who you? It's got to be a knockout, though. I think Roy might edge him, unfortunately. Wow. Now, if if I, I'm going to base this, this solely on the workouts that I saw, Mike Tyson, his little training, y'all saw his video? Huh. He, I was going, he was going to work. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Roy Jones Jr., uh, His little training tape looked horrible. <laughs> he looked as slow. I mean, you don't oh think God. that's like a, a little uh, throw off to we, maybe we don't see. Okay. Could be. It well, it's like real could be. Well, but. as far as Mike Tyson's training video, and hey man, my favorite heavyweight of all time, but a famous line from Bolo from Bloodsport: <laughs> "Back don't hit back." No. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. You know, like it's 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 gonna be tough. How man. many rounds is the fight? You know? I think it's like I think it's like one. No, I think it's like, like three to six or something like that. I, I can't remember what the final number they was uh, putting out. But that's the thing is, I don't know if they're gonna actually somebody gonna knock somebody and out. I was about to and say that's that too. I think it might be by punches. Yeah, I was gonna say that if the fight goes the full distance, then I go Roy Jones. Mike Tyson gonna have to try to. He, he never been the fighter to go long, so he's fifty some years old now. He's not about to go. It's gotta be a round knockout. It, it, it's all, gotta be and the it all depends on how they come out. I can tell you right now. I can used to tell when Mike. Was about to nut up in that ring, dog. Because the see. way he came out, he looked mad as a motherfucker. He ain't look distracted. He looked ready. If y'all look at his video, how old is Roy? Roy, forty nine or fifty? Mm-hmm. He up there too. Yeah. Okay. All right, Mike Tyson gonna knock his ass off. That's <laughs> put that on wax. So, I'm, so I'm I'm wax. you not excited about it at all? Not really. No. Not at all. Is I, it on pay per view? Yes. I think one because I just miss boxing too. Because you know, so are you going to order some fight, of my dude? favorite ones? Hell yeah, I'm watching. I'm, well, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding? You know, but shit, every fight. I know you yeah, always man, I love fight, it. Hell yeah, I love boxing. When is it? Do they twelfth of September or something like that? Is it September? I think yeah, August. I think it may have date. You right? I think they may have changed date. I don't think it's this month. No, I don't think so. Whenever it is, we'll be there ringside. Where's it taking place at? <laughs> Wise guys <laughs> sponsoring. We on, we at Williams Springside. You heard him. Is it gonna be in Vegas or where? I don't know. I don't know. No, it's old nigga, so it should probably gonna be in North New Carolina. <laughs> they gonna fight North Carolina, bro. Uh, North Carolina. They are they are fighting on September twelfth and they will fight right. at Dignity Health Sports Arena in Los Angeles. Health, Health Sports. Sports Arena. Because they what? old as fuck. <laughs> they probably can't have no fans in there nowhere though. Oh yeah, they probably can't. Yeah, they gotta go. No fans. So how they gonna do that with no fans? That was like gonna do it like the NBA. Yeah, turn lights down. That was most of the money. Digital sport. Yeah, it would be sweet though. It's on pay per view. Oh okay, okay. But you know, low key, since you brought NBA, it's not that bad. No, I love it. No, NBA actually NBA got the best comeback, and they got way more cameras now. And you got games on all day, bro. Like I like, like I literally watch basketball all day when I'm at the crib. Yep. All right. All right, man. Like, moving on, uh, gonna we're going to um, drop our black business segment on y'all. Spotlight this uh, really special black business that yes. we got today, man. If you love ice cream like I love ice cream. I especially like this place. Oh, yeah. Me and my wife love it, bro. Cold Stone Creamery. Now, the address is 42761 Woodward Ave in Bloomfield Hills, Michigan. It is the only black-owned Cold Stone that I know of in the area. Regular wow. speculation. That I know that of. I know, of. I know we just put it yeah, out there, know. you know. Um, black you on know, Cold Stone. So shout out, shout out to them having the black on Cold Stone. And uh, I definitely look forward to interviewing the owners. And real quick, yep. that Birthday K remix, that's the one to go with, y'all. No, <laughs> no sprinkles, though. Just keep <laughs> the sprinkles. I'm a simple man, bro. Give me that founder's favorite. 
What's that? What kind of hat? It's just, you know, a little fudge, some sprinkles, and. You oh, know, you stuff. a sprinkle kind? Okay. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> I, like I don't like sprinkles. Okay. That's your choice. I don't want no heart. <laughs> what is sprinkles? Is, is it candy? Sugar? Sugar? I don't, I don't like know. Colored sugar. Do you like sprinkles? Why you got to make it a thing, bro? No, I'm just like asking I'm the question. Said. I'm just saying, do you like sprinkles, do we? Nah, never. Okay. You they like don't sprinkles? taste good. Yeah, so you don't like sprinkles? They don't taste I'm, good. My man. I'm like when I was a kid, yeah, but now I never, they I never don't liked taste good. When I was an old country buffet as a kid, when I used to throw a bunch of shit on my ice cream at the thing. Oh, yeah. 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 That's what the founder's favorite is, bro. <laughs> oh, it, it it is, it's just a lot of BS on there that you, you would have got at old country buffet. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm a simple okay. ice cream dude, period. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not no, yeah, you like you probably like cookies but you just and cream. Said, but you just said like you put everything on it, though. Whatever's there, yeah. But back in there, it used to be fudge, sprinkles. And I think that was it at the old country buffet back in but, the day. No, but you Sprinkle said you're a simple ice cream guy. Simple ice cream guy would just be like, just give me vanilla ice cream. I think you can't get that at Cold Stone. <laughs> no, though. what I'm saying, you was, you decide you get. That's like, the everything. simplest thing on there for me. Anybody else what, what, used to make the favorite ice cream? founder? That's the simplest thing that I see. Mm. You said used to what? Why are you judging me so yeah. much on my damn ice cream? Put choice, bro? On shit. I'm just saying, I'm sitting <laughs> thinking like I'm explaining this shit to you about why I like flavor. How do you say, man? Fuck you! I like whatever ice cream I like, bro. How do you say this shit? How do you say I'm a simple ice cream guy, but I get the founder? That's what. It comes with sprinkles, brown sugar, uh, brown sugar. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's not Damn. simple. That's the opposite of simple. You like Simple yeah. compared to the actual menu at Cold Stone, bro. They don't have no simple other thing. They don't have just vanilla, chocolate, and they sugar. Do. No, you. I never thought you can get birthday shit like cake that. remix, bro. No, it's literally a brown. Why would I want a birthday cake remix Listen. and then name my birthday? That's stupid. That's why, because it's remix. No, oh, no. Stay with your founders, founder, father. Whatever founders, favorite mix. Brown sugar, cinnamon. Oh, it's crazy. Moving on. What's the next segment? Uh, you said on my goddamn ice cream business. I said, so that's who you got, segment. sprinkles or no sprinkles? Right. That'll be <laughs> on the group page this week. <laughs> Matt, you like sprinkles on your shit? No, I don't. Yeah, okay. Well, he did at one point in his life, though. Yeah, Okay, on. so that's all I when? need. When was that? Don't matter. I might not like sprinkles tomorrow, but yeah. I did at one point. When E-40 was talking about it. word. <laughs> Sprinkle me, babe. You heard him. Forty one up. Moving on. What we got next? No, no. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> I'm done. Dog walking off. All right. So before we break the band up in here, let's get to this. Who you got segment? About to go solo. <laughs> we got Chris Brown versus Usher. Otis, who do you got? Man, again, this was another tough one for me, fellas. Uh, man, naturally I want to go Usher, but for sake of this argument, I'm gonna stay neutral, man. I think they ball on the evil even kill. Never. Okay. Who you got then, Mitch? Oh, you know who the fuck I got? U S H E R R A Y M O N G. But you gonna get on me about I sprinkles, bro? You just see this man all day. That's what you gonna do. It was a song. I'm just saying, and it was a great song. I'm just pointing that back out. But no, it was a great song. When you look at Usher, man, like I just looked up the Hot 100 real quick. He has nine number one hits, eighteen top ten hits, out of fifty one songs. I just want to take a break real quick and bring this point up. And I think the listeners is owed this. You know, it's hard making this show sometimes. And we usually had notes, you know, to, you know, kind of, you know, formulate our thoughts for the first time in hey. about 15 <laughs> weeks. Mitch actually came in here with printed out notes, y'all. Listen, I just want, I just want y'all to comment on this episode and just, you know, clap it up for Mitch, man. Yeah, give Send me some thumbs something. up to Mitch, man. Yeah, Goodness, thumbs man. Up. I just want to just get that side note in there. Go ahead, bro. Right. I'm sorry. Let me <clears throat> start over. <laughs> U.S. No. no don't do it. <laughs> All right, listen. Usher, Hot of 100. Nine number one hits, 18 top 10 hits out of 51 songs. Chris Brown, 
two number one hits, 16 top 10 out of 101 songs. Mm. That's a W right there for Usher. Yeah, I agree. Now, when I look at, I've been going through uh, Chris Brown's list real quick, and man, damn near every song he got is featuring somebody else. So it's like he can't make a song by himself to pop, first off. My man Usher. Let's just go on. You know what? I don't need no notes for this shit. You You got Confessions. Which was the shit? Do we agree classic. on that? Yeah, it's a classic album. So it went what like double platinum diamond? I thought it went diamond. Yeah, 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 I think it went diamond. Then we got what was eighty seven oh two or some shit? Eighty seven oh one. Eighty seven oh one. That'd have been the second album. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably to me that was his best album. It was like every song I could listen to. See, but I feel like that about confession. That's crazy. Yeah, but both yeah. of them. But both. I'm just saying for me. But you said like that time, I was like, yeah, that was my shit. Okay. Honestly, I've never listened to a Chris Brown album. It's mm. not just me. Because, like I said, every song he comes up with is featuring somebody or he's on somebody else's song. He's the feature man to me. Hmm. Mm. Right? Damn, I guess you could say that. Do we who you got? Since we got two neutrals and uh, uh, Usher, I'm going to make a case of Chris Brown. Oh, you do damn. that. Okay. Do that shit. <clears throat> Check my notes real quick. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> you brought up, you said number ones, correct? Yes, right. sir. Okay. Top tens? Top 100. Top 100. Now, the thing about it with number ones, is great to have a number one. Mm-hmm. The problem with a number one is it also depends on the marketability of the company that's pushing you. By the way, Jay-Z, who potentially may be the greatest rapper of all time when it's all said and done, Preach. his first number one wasn't until he had Alicia Keys on the song New York. Mm-hmm. Now, does that not validate him as a great rapper because he only has one number one? No, it does but, not. But on the but, flip side... I like his argument so far. Wait, on the flip side, does Jay-Z have a thousand niggas on his records every time? <laughs> Let me get... Everything that comes I'm out? I'm just going to make a page for him real quick. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So, Chris Brown as doing features. When he does a feature with someone, usually he's the best attribute of, of the song. He's the best person. Now, the other thing, too, is... He doing these features. Mm-hmm. A lot of his biggest songs are features. A lot of his biggest songs are features. Mm-hmm. Now the thing about it is, you're talking about just quick, quick punches on the on the top 100. When it's now him, I'm talking about overall. I got you. Which ones you talking about specifically? Okay, overall. Because we're talking about we're talking about international on top of on top right. of charts. International. I, I, got, I got a couple things here. Now, now the thing is though, is if you're talking about quick, quick hits on features. Mm-hmm. The other thing too is. It was extreme. The times we live in, it was extremely hard to be able to pay for features from the '90s to 2000s. It's expensive as hell. Now, if they're able to get a lot more features from the, in the 2000s, they start helping each other out a lot more. Mm-hmm. For instance, like what Usher did with Lil John yeah. and Ludacris, mm-hmm. but it was a lot more feasible during that time. It, it, like, record companies used to charge a lot for features. No, and I, I want to. I don't want to hit you with this real quick, mm-hmm. with Mitch. Is it is there something wrong with being the feature man? Yeah. Is that your it, thing? No, it's not. Okay. Yeah. Not at all. I'm talking about we're saying who's better. We're talking right. about making great music. It yeah. doesn't make it doesn't it's mean still part that, of your body of work. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, it, absolutely. If I'm he if asking. he in a versus battle, he get to play them features. Yeah. He gets to. Yeah. Now, the thing is too though, is with Chris Brown as well. If we're talking about you talking about just um you stuck to the music. He's an artist. I understand. If we're talking about the whole body of work, we're talking about not just his artistry on, on in, in, in streaming and music. We're talking about his performance, the performance aspect, mm-hmm. which Usher is definitely not lacking in that department. No, I, I agree. But Chris Brown is, is ridiculous in, 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 stage in performance, the performance yes. aspect. I, I give him that. Visuals, 
The, all the songs he, all, all the different things that he put on as far as for artistry, the different songs that he made. Usher never made Fine China. The closest he did was the song Will I Am. OMG. Right. Which so, was a, which would have been, been a more China? of an international crossover uh -huh. hit. I don't think he had Fine China in him. I don't. I never heard Usher make a record like that. That was ridiculous for Chris Brown to make a Listen, song like that. This all and that saying. was amazing. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. No, I'm, 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 and Usher, now Usher is, is. Is, is, is one of my favorites. And the thing I, if quick about Usher is he was coming, he was hitting during a time when it was hard because the actual king of R&B at the time was also still very relevant, which is R. Kelly. And What's Usher was Usher. I'm saying the king of R&B at this time. Oh, no, Usher was definitely else. holding his own mm -hmm. with these people because I mean it was Brian McKnight, it was Joe. You know what I'm saying? He came on the back end when Jodeci was still popping, Drew Hill, Boys the Man, like when groups were still popping, and he was coming as a single artist. Now, I mean, I, I give it up to Usher, but as far as overall body of work, Chris Brown is going to be around for a very long time. He was young in the game, 16, came in and was killing it out the gate. That's the thing about him versus Usher. Usher didn't come out the gate. Yo, just call me the Mac, I believe his first song. He didn't come out the gate killing like Chris around him. Mm -hmm. No, but the point you just made, you mm -hmm. know, kind of about the errors too. Mm -hmm. You know, Chris Brown era is a little bit lighter as far as, you know, people on his level talent-wise opposed to Usher generation. You, you know, um, Usher had more competition. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think, you know, Chris Brown kind of was, you know. He's kind of more free. Yeah. I'm going to tell you yeah. what the Chris Brown era that he came in, if y'all remember, it was huge on soul. Huge. Mm -hmm. Music Soul Child. Yeah. Anthony Hamilton. Erica Badu. Bilal. D'Angelo. These people were... That era from the early 2000s to mid 2000s was huge on soul. Right. That's why he kind of yeah. became the, you know, the only one that was doing that type, yeah. that poppy, you know, when type He was doing R&B. He yeah, was doing like a... Pop. a, a yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, he still had a good R&B records. He had like kind of hood records. I mean, uh, I felt like, damn, a missed opportunity was that record popping on his first album. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, he, they didn't release it as a real single. No. Right. But I truly believe like overall, Chris Brown, if, if we're talking about the next like king of pop, him, definitely I'd put Chris Brown up there. Mm -hmm. I don't think Usher... But do you... Usher kind of got outshined by Justin Timberlake at different points, which is unfortunate because what? I felt like... No, I mean, you got to remember. Justin Timberlake was the biggest thing. If that's the case, he outshined Chris Brown too at the no, same I'm time. No, no, they were all out together. I got you. But Justin Timberlake left the music industry a little earlier before Chris Brown really, really, really took off. Really? Do you remember Justin Timberlake's last album when it came out? I want to say it was 2011, 2012. No, he just dropped the album like a year ago. Right. No, no he, did. he did. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. What, what, what album did he release? It's no, it's, it, it, it wasn't strongly received. No, it's well, really I don't remember the album. Out. I, I know it's called The Man in the Woods. When did Suit yeah, and like, yeah. Suit and Tie was... No, that was... No, I'm just yeah, saying, some, when did that... That Suit and like, Tie was like 2014, 13, somewhere in there. But Chris Brown was around then, though. Was I, I got you. I right? don't say, what I'm saying is Justin Timberlake was from the 90s to the 2000s like Usher was. No, Justin Timberlake didn't go... I'm sorry. Was he not a part of a group? That's what I'm saying. He did go solo so in like group. in early 2000s, correct? Right. So I'm saying. Remember, the second album I believe from Usher was 8701, early 2000s, just like Justin Timberlake. I'm just right. saying. Was that, that the second album? I believe. Yeah, the second. The I, last what I'm saying album is, he did is, was Man of the Woods, <laughs> and then he did. What I'm um, saying is, Justin Timberlake was right up there with him. Right now, Chris Brown gets to shine in a in a during a time when, you know, a lot of these, you know, was it kind of. R&B like a like kind of like a, a trapping beat if you will mm -hmm. you know what I mean that kind of R&B is out real popular now but 
I feel like Chris Brown definitely gonna hold his own for years to come. And I and I don't feel like Usher, man. Like I don't I'm, I don't understand what Usher. No, no knock on him, but man, though he went on a true hiatus. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't understand that. that. Like I'm like, damn. Like what happened? Could have like been, he, you know, the things he was getting involved in, or mm-hmm. he could have, you know, maybe felt like the music passed him by, like he didn't have a sound no more. He, you but know, he, yeah. he did songs with Chris Brown. Maybe that's great, what made him feel that Featured on that Pills and Automobiles, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, what was the other one? Um, well, Gucci Mane, I believe it was. He kept featuring on Chris's records. Who? Usher. He had one record with him, right? He had like three. With Chris Brown? Yeah. Well, he had one with Rick Ross and Gucci Mane. On there as well, and then I mean Rick, Rick Ross and the one with Gucci Mane. I know Flame, they both yeah. they was on there. That's all I know about. Yeah, but know. like you know that, that, that he featured on his records, but I didn't understand why Usher didn't go ahead and drop his own because he was still great at singing, still great. At no, performing. he did drop some stuff. I mean, like where it was really marketable. Like I know he dropped like a Christmas album like a year year mm-hmm. or so ago, but man, I, I was looking for Usher to do it. But I, I'm just I'm just making the case for Chris okay. Brown to be one of the right. ghosts, for but, real. But this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is it the record label saying that Chris Brown can't sell records by itself? With what? With the way they're with spending the money on, them on the features with, with, and with, stuff? With, listen, the dude only has seven songs by himself. On, you talking about top ten? No, that hit the radio. That hit the radio. Period. Okay. Seven songs? From who? Just mean from I'm who? saying from from what, what songs? What songs? Can you name some of them? Poppin'? Mm-hmm. But well, that was not a, a true single. It was like a like a B size, like something they pulled. So that's that's even going to my point. I got then. you. Popping, with you, mm-hmm. take you down, fine China, mm-hmm. deuces. Like he had no other songs by himself. Wall to wall wasn't on there. Wall to wall. Y'all that was on the second album. Yeah. That was by itself. Yeah. yeah. Okay, add that. Produced one by it. Scott Storch. Yeah, add that one. How many I, other songs no, do you got saying, by itself? What I'm saying is, I don't know if that's the label as much as it is maybe Chris Brown. That's. That's my point. I, it might be Chris Brown making that decision, saying, hey, I want to feature with certain people. I want to make songs with people. I mean, I'm not going to knock somebody from making good music together because Usher and Chris Brown make some really good records together. But what my point is, can you sell without them? And yeah, he can. But yeah. out of his whole career, he only made seven songs by himself that, well, that went somewhere? Well, yeah, but you got to count the songs that he did with other people that wouldn't be on the radio without him. Mm-hmm. I get that. I'm talking about his songs where people featured on his songs. Right, right. Right? Yeah. So without people featuring, can I go out there and make it with just my songs without having these people come j- jump on it with me? I don't know. It would That would be a philosophy thing for him. Like, if that's not his philosophy, then that's just could, not what he do. He could believe that based off of, you know, the things that happened, unfortunately, with him and uh, Rihanna. Yeah. That he be. might not be that marketable by herself. That it's just some You're people right. who are always going to hold that against him. Mm-hmm. So Possibly. he got to, you know, kind of, you know, put his name with somebody else's name. Yeah. It could be something like that. Like, that could Possibly. be a strategy. You never know. Yeah, and like, I think it don't really take away from his greatness too much. I see what you're coming from. I see where you're coming from, though. Yeah. As far as saying that, hey, he ain't even done this by himself. And, yeah. you know, dropped a hit record. But Yeah, three yeah. times. No bullshit. She ain't you. I forgot about Excuse those. Excuse me, what are they? What, Turn what up the music, sweet love. Chris Brown songs. Don't wake me up. Don't judge me. All those are uh, solo Chris uh, Those Brown are songs. all solo. Those are all him. Half of them only I ain't Liquor, Zero, Back to Sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah, grass sleep, Ain't Greener, I don't know. Back to Sleep like, was the remix. We're that talking about... Good. And by the way, everything I just named is all top 100. All those? All of them. Right, I said he had top 100. He had 18 of them. Okay. I'm just saying, like, where he consistently, since that time, he kept entering in and kept top 100. 
These are all the singles. Like singles. But and then, by the way, that song but you can't, is called but then, Party. But I'm, just saying, I'm to, just saying right. I'm throwing them out today. These are all hits. No, I'm just that, saying, but, but then you go can't to really compare it to uh, Usher then, No, no, I'm, name off Usher, no, I'm talking about Usher. That. Usher is what? His, his name is off. Usher only, you know, um, 51 songs and 18 top 10. I mean, top 10, so... And then you look at him, he said he got 101. Yeah, he more efficient. And only 16 top 10. So he'd have made more popular songs as far as quantity, but Usher got more quality. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. see, that's yeah. the sacrifice. I yeah. believe in music. I truly believe that, and I I can't argue that point. I truly believe, as far as albums go, I can't I can't make a case for Chris Brown. And I don't know if it's just because of my age, mm-hmm. but I believe that Usher has two true classics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eighty seven oh one and Confessions are two true classics classics yeah. of their time. I truly believe that that. I can't argue that point because albums were so much more appreciated at that time. That's another but, thing. Yeah, like, he 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 spent time in between albums crafting them yeah. albums. Chris Brown does a ridiculous amount of music. Right, it seems like he crafted he has, stuff through his music. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has hundreds of songs like nobody heard. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he so. had ridiculous writers as well. I'm talking about Usher, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Michael That's Cox, sure. and Jermaine Dupri. Yeah. Yeah. He had some he had some titans at that time. I mean. I people don't even give a lot of kudos to Jermaine Dupree, but he did write Mariah Carey records. He did mm. write no, he Escape. You know, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and he, yeah, Jermaine, I mean, Dupree, Jermaine Dupree. He wrote Chris Cross records. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of records. He wrote rap and R and B. So shout out to him. But man, as far as albums go, yeah, eighty seven oh one and Confessions. Then was ridiculous. Confessions was man. We was in high school. You know, you know, getting ready to graduate, man. When he came out, it was a and a bomb. Like he yeah, dropped, it ran it man. during a time, by the way, which was one of the greatest years in music. If I remember, like Diary of Alicia Keys, almost diamond. I believe it may even be diamond now. Outcast went diamond. Fifty Cent went diamond, mm-hmm. and Usher went diamond. That was a ridiculous year in music, mm-hmm. and wow. he held his own during that time. And he came out with a just a ridiculous record, man. That, Gonna stand the test of time, I believe. Yeah. I mean, I hundred percent agree with that fact. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, there's nothing more I can say about confession that you just didn't say, but it was definitely a classic. And I think that's why I, you kind of, you, I guess, that's why you have to probably get an edge to Usher mm-hmm. because not having a, a classic album that just hurts your, you know, you know, your your point to make you the goat. Yeah, or not the goat, we're the best between you because the goat is MJ. So mm-hmm. you can't say. <laughs> Michael Jackson still get a classic. You talking about Michael Jackson? Reduce his amount of songs. Michael Jackson is the goat. Dropping forty songs on an album not gonna get you a out of who? Out of the three we just said. Oh, out of them three, I thought I was about to say we got a. You ready to have that? Who you got? No, yeah, no, I wasn't going there. That's no, what okay. you talking about. But, yeah. Okay, but uh, nobody trying. I was just to, trying to make a case of Chris Brown, y'all. Don't get it twisted. Usher is a. Usher is absolutely great, man, and we appreciate his, his catalog. What's your favorite song by Usher? How do I how do I pick? <laughs> shit, you mean you got you got it bad was my shit. Since I've been listening slow, since I've been listening to him, you know, for this show, I Superstar been standing out to me for some strange shit. I love that shit. Oh, bro. that was a dope <laughs> Superstar <laughs> Seduction. That was my shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, me. I'm beginning on my wife's nerves. That shit. <laughs> Be your superstar. <laughs> and a bad girl was my shit too. Yeah, that was good. That bro. was good. That was good. I don't even know how to ask y'all this. What about Chris Brown? What's your favorite song? That's that's why it's so hard <laughs> I, for me. It's like, like, how do I? Yo, that's what I, I got. I'm gonna have to say probably Deuces or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's like favorite. I don't know. It's definitely something older for yeah. me. That's why I said Yo yeah, was my favorite older one for Chris me. Brown, like maybe like um, say goodbye or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's definitely older.
He got hits though. But that's but that goes to my point. We can't even name off. But is that because Pop of and uh, no bullshit and uh, no bullshit was good. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah. man, it's hard because I, I like it's like a couple other ones that I. But if I'm talking about top three, I would say I like Take You uh, Down. I like to say Ayo. Mm-hmm. Ayo, uh, I believe that was a tiger, but yeah, that was a dope ass song. Mm-hmm. I really like so, that one. But let me ask you all this: Do y'all think it's like kind of generational thing? Because yeah, that's what I, I'm saying. I got this kind of, you know, I got this segment from a conversation I was having with my, me and my nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the, you know, he of course going Chris Brown. I'm like, nah, bro, you tripping? Like, I, you know, blasting me? Like, how could you pick <laughs> him over us? And it's like, okay. Like I started, I'm like, let me look. I never really dove into his music like that, so I'm like, let me dive into his music a little bit and listen to him. And it's just, even just listen to, to the two music. I'm like, am I being um, biased because mm-hmm. I grew up with Usher and it was you know high school and I think we all got a little you know biased though towards Usher. But when did when did eighty seven oh one come out? Uh, Two thousand one. Yeah, because it was he was saying like from the year eighty seven. And Chris Brown first album. Two thousand five. Right, so when you think about it, we're talking about Confessions and um, 8701. It kind of came out the same time that Chris Brown uh, albums came out. So it's not like... Well, Chris Brown was starting and Usher was... Yeah, Usher Usher was at the peak. Right. Yeah. 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 Right, but I'm talking about as far as somebody saying they grew up on it. We really, we really haven't mentioned any of Usher's early songs. No, not yet. We've just been talking about like 8701. Oh my way, yeah. You know what this kind of remind me of though? With Tyrese in there, <laughs> going to get some like Turbo One Ozone and breaking. This remind me of like another conversation we'd be having. Like Usher, of course, is Michael Jordan, and Chris <laughs> Brown <laughs> is LeBron, and it's like, uh oh. So I get it. Mm-hmm. No, I kind of feel like <laughs> <laughs> LeBron. Usher. No, we don't gotta go there. We don't gotta go uh, there, bro. I, I just want to throw that out there, man. Dang, stop it. Chris Brown ain't dance out of his shoes though. Right, he ain't like the shoes on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first video I seen of Usher. It's the one I think it was. You make me wanna. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like five of him in the chairs and shit. I was like, oh, wait, this is like, so, bro. But like, like you said, that's generational. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like, you might look at me. That shit was like. And, and by the way, the lyrics think, in that man. song that was a dope ass song. You made me wanna lead the one I'm with. Start a new relationship. And it was some real shit, bro. Because we said you the one that hooked us up, knowing it should have been you. I was like, this nigga was tripping. Bro, how many times you ain't put this shit on with your little chick over the crib or what? Or you know what I'm saying? Y'all on the phone back in the day, sneaking on the phone at night. And you got this banging in the right. background, and bro. And this was a time where when you leave a little message, you got to put your phone mm-hmm. up to the thing to record it. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> it's how you make me feel. like. <laughs> or you and your girl about to break up and you got that playing on your voicemail, bro, mm-hmm. when they called your phone. Is singing that song way too loud. You make me want to leave the one I'm with. Man, what, Start bro? a relationship with you. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, that's what I'm saying. I think that's another thing why we buy it, bro. Like, yeah. that's their music for their generation. Even though, to me, I don't agree with it. Some of the stuff that we talk about on there, but you know, we had ours. They get theirs, man. What's Chris so. Brown about thirty-one? Yeah, he probably yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah, man. So, I guess let's wrap it up, fellas. Good episode. Good talk. Another good episode. Episode eleven. Mm-hmm. Miss yeah. what you got? Please subscribe, follow, like, and share our YouTube channel at the Wise Guys Podcast Detroit. We need y'all. Also. Please, like, if you also want to reach us, comment and inbox us. Let us know any feedback. But uh, you can listen to us on all, all the platforms. Was it Spotify also? Google Podcasts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Google Podcasts. Go ahead, man. Name them all. Spotify, Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio. 
and of course YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We, we still got the uh, Facebook pages. Oh yes. yeah, the Facebook yeah. page, Facebook group, group. Rise Guys mm-hmm. Podcast Detroit. Mm-hmm. And our Facebook group, just to throw it out there real quick, it's for us to have conversations with everybody who listens yes. to the show. Like we we really want this to become a community where um, whatever we talk on the show, it becomes something that you know echoes through our our community and then hopefully farther. But if you guys got things that y'all want to hear us talk about, like it's a chance for you to throw it out there in the group. And we might pick it up and run with it. We want to hear your opinion. Yeah. And so all you millennials, please don't kill us about Chris please, Brown. Man. Damn, we, we, I tried. Yeah. I like <laughs> the Christmas album. <laughs> he, he, he I got a lot to. of singles. So yeah. I wasn't. Maybe y'all help me out some bitch don't whoop my ass again. Like, she <laughs> wasn't better than Chris Brown. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I'm Reckless. just playing. Wow. <laughs> all right. Before we leave, though, I just want to clear up something from um, earlier. Um, the founder favorite uh, ice cream <laughs> is sweet cream ice cream with pecans, brownies, fudge, and caramel. It's simple, bro. That's simple? It is simple compared to everything else that's on here, man. Sweet brother Nipsey. And I, so I don't like sprinkles either, I guess. I don't know. How it's all that for nothing. Okay. Right. But he shouldn't have been in my business. Check us out next time. <laughs> so until next time. Be true and be you, baby. This guy's signing out. Pew, pew. It's a wrap. <laughs>